Our hymn this morning is 515, 515. We sing stanzas one, two, and three. Our lesson this morning is from Ephesians chapter 5, verses 15 to 17. See then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time, because the days are evil. Therefore do not be unwise, but understand what the will of the Lord is. These are your words, Holy Father. Sanctify us by your truth. Your word is truth. Amen. When you graduate from Bethany Lutheran College, your diploma will have a Bible passage from the Psalms printed on it that says, your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. For us Christians, God's word is a guide throughout life, but it is especially our guide to eternal life. That helps us to understand what Paul says here in the text and to do it. Walk circumspectly, walk carefully. We talk about life as a journey and even a pilgrimage. Abraham in the Old Testament called himself a stranger and sojourner, a visitor, a foreigner and traveler, because he knew his home is in the eternal dwellings of heaven. The same is true for us as Christians and simply as God's created beings. Our real home is heaven. That's where he wants us to be. That's where we'll find the fullness of what life with God really is. Life as God intended in paradise. Life without sin and sorrow. Here on earth, we now live in a world that is corrupted by sin and full of evil. There are dangers all around us. There are enemies ready to attack us and to urge us to go astray, to give up. 
These enemies are not always so obvious. They don't carry guns, necessarily. They don't necessarily meet us in dark alleys. They are right out in the open, tempting us with the ways of the world. Isn't this better than what God says? Isn't it easier to choose your own way rather than follow those old-fashioned, those outdated ideas of Christianity? We probably have all faced such comments, or even thought them ourselves. Although God provides us each day with daily bread, all that we need to support this body and life, maybe we think, well, I actually earned that. I worked hard for that. But God gave us the ability to work and to earn wages. Or we think, I'm tired of this. I want something else. The Israelites got tired of the manna in the wilderness. They thought maybe it would be better to go back to Egypt and be slaves again because at least there they had meat rather than the food which God freely and miraculously gave them each day. They were tired of God's will for them. They were tired of wandering in the wilderness, just as we wander in the wilderness. But God brought them through the wilderness into that promised land. That was God's will for them. God's will is not simply the Ten Commandments, do this and don't do that. God's will is much greater and much broader. St. Paul writes to Timothy, God's will, God's desire, is that all men be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. Paul uses the same word here, God's will. It is God's will that all people be saved. He wants that. This was not a new thought with St. Paul in the New Testament. It comes from God himself, even in the Old Testament, where God says, I have redeemed you. I made you. You are mine. And he promised to Abraham, in your seed, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. Sometimes people try to figure out the little things of the will of God. But many things in God's will are hidden to us. We can't know them. We can't know how God is truly arranging things in our life. It's dangerous even to say, well, it must be God's will if this happened. Because God does not will or wish for something evil, and evil does take place in our lives, and we sometimes do evil. But God takes that evil and turns it for our good. He corrects our path for those times when we are foolish, when we are unwise. And that's why Paul urges us here to walk carefully, to be wise and not unwise. The translation here makes it quite plain. Don't be fools. And so it's right for us to consider each day when we pray the Lord's Prayer what we are really praying for. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. God's will is that everyone should be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. We know we cannot expect heaven here on earth, but we can pray that more and more people will come to know the truth of salvation through faith in Christ our Savior and be with us in heaven. Other religions leave us to our own devices. Earn your way to heaven. Meditate hard enough to enter the great nothingness. Live your life again and again through reincarnation, and maybe someday you'll be good enough. Make sure that you follow this or that 
list of rules. What does God say? What does the Bible say? I have redeemed you. I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever lives and believes in me shall never die. I forgive you all your sins. I have washed away your sins. You are mine. This is my body and blood given and shed for you and for many for the remission of sins. Those last words are Jesus' last will and testament. The will of God, our salvation. Jesus himself says, This is the will of him who sent me, that everyone who sees the Son and believes in him may have everlasting life. And I will raise him up at the last day. What does God want for you? Here you have the answer. Forgiveness of sins and eternal life. Forget riches, long life, fame, prestige, earthly honor. Those are fine things, but they only last a little while. Don't value them more than heaven. God has something better for you. He will raise you up at the last day. He will take your body from the grave and breathe life into it again. So that with ancient Job, you can say, I know that my, redeemer's, my Redeemer lives. And you can see God with your own eyes in your own flesh. <coughs> True wisdom is to walk on this path of faith, trusting and believing that God gives us our daily bread, that he daily and richly forgives us our sins, that he sends his guardian angels to watch and protect us, to keep us on the narrow pathway to heaven the pathway of faith, and that he will redeem us from the evil all around us and the evil inside of us. This is God's will. And with that, we can only stand in amazement and awe with the angels and saints and all the company of heaven and say, holy, holy, holy is our God. Alleluia. God be praised for this most wondrous gift. Then we will surely walk carefully walk circumspectly, and pray for ourselves that God's word is a lamp to our feet and a light to our path. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, forevermore. Amen. Let us rise for prayer. A prayer has been requested this morning. Uh, Jeff Stralo is our coordinator of online courses. His mother, Diane Stark, died on Sunday. Let us pray for the family. Our gracious Heavenly Father, we come before you on behalf of your child, Jeff, and his family. Be with them in this time of sorrow. Comfort them with your grace and with the blessed hope of the resurrection which you have given to your faithful through the work of your dear Son. Grant them peace and confidence in your promises as they look forward to the reunion of your saints in glory. We ask all of this in Christ's saving name. Amen. We sing him 515 verses 4 and 5.
peace of God which passes all understanding keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen.